Content, total rubbish. Total, total nonsense. nonsense. Hijinks, right. stuff yes. and nonsense. And we if, like that idea. Thank if that, you. If that was a seven, does it go beyond seven? Yes, it does. So How far? Did he do, did he do more no, than no, Mary? Because Mary has been on. Show our... me the way to go <laughs> home. I'm tired and I want to get a bed. I wish you wouldn't tell them the rule. Can we not no, tell, tell them the don't rule? Don't tell them the rule, because I, I will... Try not no, telling I will, them the rule. I will immediately break yeah, the rule. Yeah, but then, 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 then... Humor me. I will try it. Wait, is there, a, is, there a, is there something that happens if I break the rule yes. you haven't told me? Yes. Like there's a slime well, thing no. that come down? No, 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 no. Not, from Orlando? We're not that no, organized. I get blasted no. out. Mm-hmm. But there is a consequence. I just... Let's not tell them. And then? We'll tell them at the end? No, when he does it, then we'll go, aha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll tell you also the consequence. Yeah. <laughs> this is quite a game of risk. I just want to see where this Wait, goes. Wait, uh, now, so there's an unknown downside. Yeah, there what, is. What's the upside? I've got a way in the balance But you're here. with us. Okay, yeah. well, that's true. Yeah. I get the that's all one, You are in the per podcast whammy situation right, right now. Get, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love you're it. the guinea pig. We're going to try I, this I little approach out with you. I have a classic no-win situation. Sorry for saying Sorry Media presents the Purr Podcast. The best podcast for feline medicine and surgery with tips, tricks, and updates for the entire veterinary healthcare team. If you're dying to know more about cats, keep on listening. Here are your hosts, Dr. Susan Little, famous cat vet and textbook author, and Dr. Yola Kirpenstein, talented surgeon and social media geek. Hi, this is Dr. Susan Little. And Dr. Yola Kirpenstein. And who's with us today? Dr. Dave Nichols. We're all Ooh. staring at this guest we so, have so, with us. So normally we start with an introduction, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But I think Susan immediately put uh, Dave uh, on the spot here. I did. This is the Per Podcast, and I can't remember what number we are at, but we'll, you know, we'll we're give reaching a lucky 20 or, we'll give you a lucky t- or somewhere there we're in the, the 20s. 20s. Is yeah, there a number you really like? We can yeah. I like, can, I, can I have number 19? Ooh. Uh, we'll That's try. A, no, no. The, it will I, take pulling strings. My, it goes with my birthday on the 19th. Uh, we might have to make that happen. I and, don't know. And my birthday. We might have year. to bump so somebody is, from the rotation. It is uh, 19th of January 2005. Nearly. Oh, is that his birthday? Well, it's, no. So it's <laughs> it'll be the 19th of February, which also, if you if you think forward to what's coming up, will coincide with Western. States it will. in oh, Vegas. Very good. So we'll be, so having we'll be my there in, in oh, Vegas. Okay. I oh, hope you know you've nice. got something special planned. Yes. For your birthday? No. Yes. Uh, well, being in Vegas is quite special. I'm just hoping it, to make it with it my is. Being, in, being with, with my friends, being my dear friends. Yeah. In yeah, in so we're, what we're trying time. to do is find out, are we invited yes, to yes. what, come on now, <laughs> see that. you're I slow see that. on the uptake. I see that. No, I just, I just I was, want to say, it's just a little awkward if I say no on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm no, no. Well, I mean, if you, you say, we've got you on tape. If you say no on the podcast, it's automatic, <laughs> it's a, not on the 19th. Yeah, yes. yeah, you know, okay. get episode 19. Right, so I will yeah. trade the 19th for coming okay. to I know you would love to be here. I would love to We're good with that. It's great to be here. And as a matter of fact, you know, one of my inspirations to start this podcast is this guy in particular because mm-hmm. he started uh, a little bit ago with his podcast and I really really enjoy him so I just want to say that there's, yes. there are some uh, I did enjoy being funny. bluntly dissected I must say yes. <laughs> yes. So it's called blunt dissection and it's an awesome podcast if you haven't listened to it definitely do so uh, this, this, this is a major plug for yep. you thank you I appreciate yeah. it 
So this is the point at which you get to tell us whatever you'd like to tell us about yourself. Yes, and be blunt. And be blunt. And be blunt. Dissect yourself. Yeah, it's up to you. Well, I mean... I mean, some people are boring and they say, well, I went to school here. Well, I shouldn't say boring. I don't want to, you know... Susan. I know, I shouldn't say that. Some people, well, they don't end up boring. They just kind of start off routine. How's that? And we also don't have a lot of, you know... You never know what Susan will say. going on, so we just talk. And if you feel that we talk too much, you just cut us off. This is just as loose as it looks and sounds. It is. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pretty much. Yes. All right. No, so, I, so who is Dr. You? Dave Nickel? Dr. Dave Nickel has a face for radio, which is why I started <laughs> doing the podcast in the first place. <laughs> and, and I've worked on, I, I got the, I got the cue often enough from speaking <laughs> that I was, I come, come across here and speak as as we all do. Mm. And, and I'm fairly confident that to this day, seven years later, I have added no actual theoretical knowledge or practical value to anybody <laughs> they come to hear the accent come on yeah. they do and don't understand the yes. word, word you know, that I'm, I'm so glad you're just accepting I meant, I'm glad I meant, you're accepting of it so this this trip I met two of my classmates which I had no idea they were going to be over here so that was wonderful and one of them um, is she she's from Orkney hi Mary mm. it was lovely to see you Mary. Um, and she said she, uh, and she said, oh, we talked a little bit about where we were. And she said, oh, hi, your accent has changed. She doesn't sound like that. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mary. And she said, you sound like Gerard Butler now. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll take that. It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. Don't look like him, but you know. Um, so, who, uh, so I have owned multiple practices. Um, I have Down Under. Down Under uh, and in London. And, uh, oh, Where's your accent from? Let's start at the beginning. Important question. Where's your accent from? So I was born in Glasgow, but immediately my parents moved. My father worked, uh, got a job lecturing medical students in St Andrews University. And so we moved within a couple of weeks to St Andrews in Fife, which is about 45 minutes north of Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Burra. Not Borough. Edinburgh. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, we moved straight there. So I, my, my parents with Glaswegian accents, but I grew up on the east coast of Scotland, which has a different, a Fife accent. Hmm. And so I didn't really pick up either. I got a fairly generic um, regional yeah. dialect. Yeah, yeah. We're going to ask the veterinary kilt question later in the podcast. We're going to ask the which Ooh, question? The veterinary kilt question. The kilt? Oh, mm-hmm. of the... Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a veterinary kilt mm-hmm. question. Yes, yes. Okay, sure. I'm especially interested in <laughs> the I'm veterinary already, kilt question. I'm already intrigued <laughs> and worried for the yes, uh, and you should content be when, of your podcast. Once already. I don't know what Yol is doing, we should all be fearful. <laughs> no, indeed. I think that's where it gets fun, <laughs> yes, right? So, indeed, yeah. Um, How did you end up down under? That's a good question. So, uh, working, uh, so I worked so my way... Before f- we go there, did you have cats in your family oh, okay, when you were growing question. up? Ah, because that, this no. is a feline podcast. No, I understand... <laughs> So but this, is, this free, might be, I'm, feel, I'm now worked out the feel game. Feel free to make it game. up. Feel free to make it up. I, I had um, a very, so I had lots of animals growing up mm-hmm. and I had a mother who was terrified of cats, remains oh, terrified really? of cats and convinced they're evil creatures. Huh. So that was actually my modus operandi because uh, we grew up with the, the species that shall not be named on this podcast. Oh, you're too smart. Um, it's, like, it's like saying Voldemort, isn't it? <laughs> that <laughs> <Potiphar, laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's exactly that. Right. So, yep. so 
so so I grew up with 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 one of them, and also a menagerie of other things, yeah. but not a cat. Uh-huh. Um, mm. However, my my first I got my first cat, but completely by accident. Uh, as one does. As one does, mm-hmm. and it was a little kitten that I'd seen being ad- admitted into the hospital, and it had a it been broke it had a broken arm. Just his little bundle of fur on the on the examination table. Mm looked at it and was trembling away and it was a very bizarre couple in front of me mm-hmm. um, this very like he looked like a skeleton skeletal didn't look healthy at all mm-hmm. fellow um, brought this cat in and this very large um, you know muscular um, lady you know the Jack Spratt could eat no fat rhyme have you ever heard that I have not there's heard an, that. okay it, there's a nursery rhyme about them just okay. saying um, so I will google that afterwards okay. um, and and what happened well long story short this cat this kitten had been abused Oh, no. And I convinced them to sign ownership of the kitten over oh, wow. to me, um, and 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 not to me at that point, but you know to to, to rehab. Oh, Turns okay. out the the kitten had a, a, a you know it's it's, it's humeral condyle <laughs> was just in a mess. Um, a T fracture would have been a really needed, nice. Needed Yola. That would have yeah. been a nice yeah. description. Yeah. Needed Yola. It mm. got me. Yeah. So <laughs> so this story gets quite funny because it got me. Um, you know, and it, when it was a rescue case, you know, my boss said, "Well, you can have a go at fixing it." And so, me and another surgeon with a bit more experience scrubbed in, and we put some pins in there, and it was the Poor worst cat. orthopedic job ever. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not an orthopedic surgeon; I'm scarred. <laughs> and so, we bandaged it up, thinking, really well, "Well, that'll hold it together." Because at the end of the day, it's a kitten, and it's bound to work. Right, right, right. right. And then uh, three weeks later, one of the one of the actually right right before the surgery, this is how he ended up my cat. Um, my uh, my wife, actually my girlfriend at the time, um, came down and it was my weekend on call and he's in the kennel and the nurses, bless their soul, this little kitten had given him something in order to keep him occupied. So they put a little, oh. they made a little ball out of some, some of the vet wrap and yeah. tied that around. And the little kitten was trying <laughs> no. to hit it with his broken oh. paw just oh, as no. my wife walked past. <laughs> And she immediately that fell in it. love, and that was that. Melted. So, so at that point, there was only you know, there was only one thing happening. Now, so we did the surgery. The surgery was was a diabolical mess. I doubt even your amazing mm. godlike orthopedic brilliance could have done a better job. <laughs> it was effectively a bag of splinters instead of an, a joint. Um, and so we put some pins in. After put after some about pins in, I love that description. <laughs> right, that's what we did. I still yeah. have the X-rays. You'd, yeah. you'd cringe. You'd probably strike me off immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not at the standard Why of your check. Him for a podcast again. Not, I've been it's asking not a, it's myself the same question. One of the pins <laughs> emerged from out. the elbow and migrated out about a week Into after the other surgery. leg. No, <laughs> it was closer to the other leg where we positioned it. Uh, on the plus side, it was nowhere near the joint, so that was good. Migrated out, and I thought, and all of my friends decided this cat, it was, he was dubbed tripod from the moment we got home and none of us expected yeah, the leg to survive. he would keep the leg. Right, and then after three weeks, he started to wear bare weight mm. and he healed and the only thing he couldn't do was retract mm. his paw. Um, <laughs> because somebody did something to his elbow. Well, <laughs> I didn't break it. Like, true, true. Right, but, but, and I spoke to my boss and he said, oh, don't worry, as long as it can extend and land on it, that's what matters. And, um, yeah, and so that's what he did. And as long cats, as they can fly. You know, that's cats. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. So I had him, and then in Australia, um, rescued another two um, kittens out there. So but I just for the record, it probably is better to, if you have complicated fractures, to send it to an appropriate or <laughs> There was no surgeon. money. There was no money for a referral. It was that you euthanasia. You were a rich <laughs> I was, I was, I was about... 
two years out of vet school. There you and go. Was spending all my money on on you know I beer, pizza. beer, and pizza. <laughs> At that point in my career, I I I said the pizza. There's another story about pizza. I had wine bottles in a wine rack, and I gauged my financial success by how many wine bottles I had in that rack. And there was not a lot of wine bottles in that rack that yeah. moment. You know, so. so. Um, so otherwise I would certainly have, I would have sent it and so my boss was a very very good sir. I was blessed to work I wasn't blessed I chose practices where there were people so much better than me mm. and then mm. you know that's how I advanced my career mm. awesome and how did you end up in Australia so um, after that same practice after nine years in the practice I was sent <laughs> at her, ma- her majesty's pleasure Apparently, after nine years they caught me it, it, and it put me on a boat a, there's a history here uh, <laughs> it was a penal colony it was a penal colony there is there is uh-huh. so no after nine years I felt like I was uh, in a practice where I was enjoying it I was loving it but I was starting to get frustrated that things were not moving quite as quickly as I would have loved and and it was becoming clear that that, that maybe the fit wasn't perfect for me anymore mm. um, so I decided um, yeah, an opportunity also came up um, for uh, for my wife at that point then to you know, her, a hiatus in her career come up and we both wanted to live abroad for a year mm. and we thought friend, you know, France or Spain mm. but doing medicine you know ordering two beers in a bar in any it's language one thing. Yeah. is one thing mm. getting this nuance of medicine is yep. quite another yeah. and and that that's that was going to take a lot of time to get there so it made more sense to go somewhere that spoke English and or at least a form of English right right (laughs) well you could argue with your funny accent indeed we all speak forms of English what what accent (laughs) (laughs) excuse me so I I have to segue a little bit Dave so last night, yeah. um, last last night um, when we were, we could have been in a bar. It could this story could have taken place anywhere, but it might have been in a bar. Right. And somebody asked Yola, "Where are you from?" And very straight faced, he says, "Kansas." <laughs> Yola doesn't actually such a good deadpan straight face. He was so good, right? And the look on everybody else is like, "Okay." <laughs> Sorry. He clicked his heels three times and then I'm just proud to be a Kansan. Yeah. (laughs) Joe Kerb Kansan. Yeah. So I'm sure your accent stood out a little bit in Australia. Right. No, and it was a hiatus in the career, and the honest truth is it was for shits and giggles for 12 months. (laughs) It was was that. It was go there for 12 months, have some fun, really. It's like a mini vacation. You know, we all work so hard. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And a race to the finish line of what? Like, so we're old and sore and can't do half the fun stuff that we wanted to. So I really early on subscribed to the thought of, well, why not have... A, a sort of a career break holiday every sort of five years or decade or something like that. And I also have the tension span um, of, <laughs> of a very absent-minded goldfish. Like, I'm basically Dory. And I'm like, hey, are you my mommy? <laughs> and swim up and then five seconds there. Hey, are you my mommy? <laughs> so, so I have a theory that that's actually a good thing. So, cause or being Dory or finding <laughs> Dory. If you want to forget anything you did well, yesterday, it's not the forgetting brilliant. part, but, but, the needing, but the necessity of moving on, right? right. So, so I, get, I, I always phrase it like I get bored easily and I move on right. to other things. Right. Right. But it is kind of like I just lose attention with things. <laughs> So. Squirrels. Yeah. yeah. So Except I, cats don't do you that. Know, I'm just happy I found Dory. I don't have to look anymore. <laughs> no idea, Are you my mommy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's good. So, you know, we all bring our own skills to the table. <laughs> I know. I, I, by, by now, everyone will have worked out that there is no 
cat specialist in between. <laughs> it's like, what is this? What is going on? Yes, exactly. Yeah. How many people are now switching off? <laughs> yeah, just now? killed your reader here. Yeah. It's like, let's not broadcast that one. Yeah. Yeah. We'd rather listen to like opera right now. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Steady. Just no. want to go back to the no. dog kennel. So general practice in Australia? Yes. yes. Uh, so general practice. So went for 12 months. Um, Found a role, so so did not have jobs when we left the UK. Uh, Getting job interviews in the high uh, Andes in yeah, Peru. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Landed landed jobs between that and bouts of amoebic dysentery. <laughs> oh, um, those conversations were fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ended up in Australia and ran a small practice for eighteen months, and really then that was great because I I've been working very much in a, a leadership role and doing everything, not everything badly, but, but mm. outward success, inwardly dying and mm. headed toward burnout, burnout very quickly yeah. because I'd, I had the wrong paradigm, the wrong version of leadership in my brain at that time. Um, so then I, mm-hmm. yes, I really set about learning how things can be done differently. Like right, so it was, it was that paradigm where, which many vets are stuck in, which mm, is yes. I have to be better, faster, stronger, smarter, mm. louder than everybody else in order to command respect. Mm-hmm. And once I have that, then no problems will happen in my practice. And of course, by doing that, I hoarded all the tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, to, and, and really, that it was an exercise in ego mm-hmm. more than leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't have great relationships. I, I had some, obviously, very good and dear friends, but I didn't have great widespread team relationships. And the respect that I had accrued from, really, the respect I got was by being a good vet. Mm-hmm. Um, but not in the way I was treating people. And I, I, was, I was conscious that I could do it better. I just didn't know what to do at that point. So when I moved to Australia, that was a nice break. It was going to be a year mm. of just like, let's just go out there, not worry about anything like that and mm. see how it goes. So then I started writing my blog to keep in touch with, I'd started doing consulting. I had a little six month hiatus period before I went out there because of the way visas work. And I started doing some consulting and business consulting um, uh, when I was in the UK so then that was going well and that looked like that might have some legs so I started writing the blog so that was where the hamster wheel blog came from just to ah, keep in touch yeah, yeah. with the UK market Okay. and so I'm out there and about 10 months after writing the blog and I'm starting to post blogs posts onto this website I'd never heard before called DVM360 mm, where yeah. you, could, they, you could post your own posts up there yeah. so then I get an email out the blue to say oh by the way, we really like your content. Would you like to come and speak at the CVC? Mm. And I was like, holy CV one? shit. Which CV, do you remember which year? Uh, 2011. In, uh, really? for, it was in the National Harbour. So that was the first time I spoke. That may have been the first time I saw you. It may have been. <gasps> I was at the beginning. Yeah. So, oh, mm. I didn't even know. Wow. That's how we started. And, cool. And so, uh, so I... I did that, um, but 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 also what what was also happening in the background? I'd accepted a job to come back to the UK mm. um, and run a very large group of practices mm. and be really. The, the, I mean, the chief veterinary officer is probably overegging the pudding. I don't know if that existed, but mm-hmm. but to, to more of a performance coach mm. and a, a, you know in the clinical side to and a, and a business development mm-hmm. manager within this practice, but wow. to be the number two in the business. Um, and, and it would have been a fantastic opportunity and it would have been great but the second I said yes I knew I'd made a mistake <gasps> felt wrong like inside inside yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. I knew I'd made, that was the wrong decision for me and fortuitously at the time um, my wife also was offered the head of marketing for Microsoft in Australia so yeah. that's not the sort of job you you don't really sneeze at a you don't sneeze no. like that so then no. we decided to stay and in that moment I quit where I was working 
and decided, okay, it's time to do it for myself. Oh. Um, and so that was in uh, early, the start of the year, really the January that we made those decisions. I flew back to London to tell the guy who had accepted a job. Yeah. He, was, he's a, he was and is a dear friend and a great mentor for me. So right. I flew back to tell him and, and apologize mm -hmm. and square that away and went back and started looking for practice. And I, Actually, the interesting tie-in here with CVC was I was kind of stressed because it was the first big speaking event. I'm doing six hours, and I'm yeah. like every every speaking event up to that point has been like forty minutes long, yeah. and you could rehearse, yeah, and you could know yeah. every line that was yeah, coming. Yeah, that's right. Because then they say just one, yeah. They say, and I just published my first book on marketing. The yellow pages are dead, and and they, so they reached out and said, hey what do you we want to come and talk about something what do you got and i said digital marketing love to come and talk about it. and they said yeah we got somebody for that what else i'm like <laughs> yeah. i said like, performance uh, management <laughs> which i'd done and i knew i'd done, done great but that's what i had and they said awesome we'll take it and i said how long do, how long do you, you want me for and they went six hours and i went like, sure great and i went yeah. <laughs> and that's the moment you know inside that you may yes. have made the wrong decision. Well, that, you, <laughs> you, I think one. that's a stretch, yeah, comfort stretch, is. panic yeah, yeah. mode yeah. moment yeah. there. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I stretched and, and, stretched. and here we are. And, and, <laughs> and it, but, well done. But what was interesting was an, a, a clinic came up for, for purchase, which I was looking at the numbers and I was, oh, I'm not so sure. And then because I was doing the six hours of content, I got a little overwhelmed yeah. and I actually said, look, I'm not sure. I went and met the guy and I said, look, I'm, I don't have the capacity to make a good decision right now. So rather than rush in and do something silly, which I don't really feel I'm across, I'm going to say no. Mm. Um, so good luck to you. I hope you make your sale. Mm. Came over to CBC and met and, and just I, I met so many people. I was blown away by by the energy, by, you know, mm. the, I felt so positive about business after that conference. So although I went and lectured people and they were all like, thanks for coming so much. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I learned so <laughs> yeah. much. And oh, in that right. moment, I committed to coming here every year, whether I was going to be paid as a speaker or not, I mm. would be coming to learn, mm. engage, network. Mm. And, 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 and the great thing was I could circumvent the way information seemed to travel around the world to so start here, move over to Europe and UK, and then eventually make it to Australia. So I was able to bring, when I eventually bought my practice, bring a lot of technology directly to Australia mm. and, and much m far ahead of the curve, which was great. But the funny thing was after that, after the conference, I went back to Australia and I called the guy and I said, did you make the sale? Yeah. And he said, no. And I said, yes. okay, well, let's go for a no, coffee. I'm ready. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, we did the deal, yeah. like, I think within a month, it was all So done. Dave, thank you for the first part. This is awesome. Uh, you are a wonderful guest. I think it's we'll have you easy. back. Yeah, well, I, I, maybe I, we should I, have I, you back uh, I, for the next one. I, so. I, that's, I In feel, two weeks, you'll yeah. be back. I feel, I feel very honored. Okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. Well, you know, so far, we wouldn't know what to say if you declined. So far, nobody's Right? We don't have an well, that, answer. That would be awkward. No, no, we've already. You're already coming to my birthday party since yeah. we yeah. done the deal yeah. on the number. So okay, so we're I could, good. I could not decline. We're Thank good. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. The opinions of this podcast are those by Dr. Susan Little and Dr. Yola Kirpenstein. Veterinary medicine is a complex profession, and often there are multiple diagnostic and therapeutic options for different disease processes. If you're a pet owner with questions, please go to your local veterinarian. If you're a veterinary professional, ask your questions on our Instagram page, at Her Podcast.
Dr. Susan Little is a feline medicine specialist with two cat-only hospitals in Ottawa, Canada. She is best known as an international speaker and as the author and editor of two textbooks, The Cat, Clinical Medicine and Management, and August, Consultations in Feline Internal Medicine. Along with three cats, she also admits to owning two dogs, and you can follow her on social media with the handle at Cat Vet Susan. Dr. Yola Kirpenstein is a diplomate of the American and European College of Veterinary Surgeons and a big cat fan. His specialties range from surgical oncology and reconstruction to minimally invasive surgery. He is the author of two textbooks on basic and reconstructive surgery. Did you know he was allergic to cats? Yola works currently at Hills Pet Nutrition. You can follow him on social media with the handle at GBE. TSX. 